Hey, this is Richard Turner from Blackberry Smoke, and you're listening to the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. Woo! Classic Rock and Metal. The next generation. New bands that sound a bit like older bands. What the hell is this? New bands that just love some of the older bands. And stuff. Oh, hell. It's just bands we think you'll dig. Okay? Hello, hello, rock and metal lovers, and welcome to another classic rock and metal podcast, Next Generation Show. I'm Ollie Barnes, and as always, I'm very grateful for your time as we look at another band following in the footsteps of the artists many of us grew up listening to in the 70s and 80s. As you've seen over the weeks, a lot of what we're calling the next generation have actually been around for quite a while, and this week's featured artists are no exception. Blackberry Smoke have been on the scene for almost 15 years, and their incredibly funky brand of Southern Rock has gained a massive following in the US, and the band has recently been selling out headline shows in the UK and Europe too, so I thought it was about time I brought them to your attention. They were on the bill for the Download Festival in the UK in June, which is where I had a chat with drummer Richard Turner to introduce the band. But as always, before the chat, have a sample of what they're all about. From this year's Holding All the Roses album, this is Let Me Help You Find the Door. Still rigging the game They sell the same old faces With a brand new 
I'm Richard from Blackberry Smoke from Atlanta, Georgia, and we started there in the year 2000. It's quite a quite a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a it's an uphill battle, and we're not stopping. Well, I was the first thing is. I have to say, I only got introduced to you guys maybe only about a year or two ago, and that seems to be a trend, although now it's starting to change. We haven't seen much of you guys over here until a couple of years ago. Why was that? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's a logistics thing, and you want to do it right. We don't want to come over here and step back to the driving our own station wagon days and be lost in Europe and just, you know, that's not the way we want to travel, so we wanted to, to come and and stay in the relative luxury that we travel in the United States. In order, and in order to do that sort of thing, it takes some some forethought, and uh, t it takes some great people. Unfortunately, we have Earache Records taking care of us in uh, the UK, and uh, they do an excellent job. And thank you, Earache. Well, I was going to say the third album, The Whippoorwill, seems to have really hit the groove in terms of a, um, a wider acceptance. Are you are you detecting a wider appeal, and has that helped you, you know, say come over here in a bit more comfort? I don't know what to say about that. You know, uh, it's it's one of those things where people discuss it with each other. It's a word of mouth sort of following that we have because up until recently we weren't getting much radio play we, even if we have put three records in the top 40 in one year uh, in the UK uh, it, it doesn't really translate to to record sales necessarily we got to get out there and do it if we don't have uh, you know mainstream sort of backing and we are I mean to take one look at us a lot of companies would fucking run like hell they don't want to have anything to do with us. And they think Blackberry Smoke's a drug referencer here and there. You know, it's all kinds of shit you got to mess with. <laughs> well, to talk about looking building a new audience. Obviously, we go out to um, a group of people who predominantly were listening to this kind of music in the 70s and 80s. So I guess Skinner, people like that. So what is it about Blackberry Smoke that they might like? Uh, I don't know. I, other than that, it does translate directly to that's the kind of music we listened to when we were growing up. And then for like 20 years there, I didn't buy a fucking record uh, unless I, it was just out of reflex. And I usually bit my hand afterwards because it was a stupid thing to do. So uh, I didn't buy many records at all. And a lot of people feel the same way. They're like, I haven't been to a show in 20 years. I haven't listened to the radio except for classic rock radio. And it's just worn out. Um, but now there's a band to go see again, and now I take my kids, and I tell my dad about it, and I tell my grandkids and all this other kind of stuff, so it's like this family affair, and uh, it's, people dig it just word of mouth. And God bless them. <laughs> um, do you think your uh, sound has changed a lot? Because obviously it's been 15 years, and you probably had an idea of what you wanted to do when you started, but uh, is it different now, do you think? Well, we bought better gear over time, or acquired it one way or another, and uh, that makes a big difference. Uh, you, you, uh, it, proper stuff, shit in, shit out too. But you know, you got to have good gear. So we make sure that it's uh, the what we want it to sound like. We like that old-fashioned tube drive, and uh, that's what people were hearing on records in the '70s that they last listened to anyway. So. We just try and give it old school, stay as far out of digital as possible. And in fact, we're uh, finalizing all of our uh, catalog at this point so that whatever we've done 
will eventually be available on vinyl. Well, I can say I bought the 10-inch for Record Store Day, so that was my first Blackberry Smoke vinyl, which yeah. was... Uh, what do you think of that? I haven't opened it yet. It looks, uh-huh. so, yeah, it yeah. So, looks so nice in the packaging. I dare right, open right, right. I got you. I do the same thing. i got to buy two of everything if I like it, because <laughs> I'm afraid to, have to open them. Yeah, and I wasn't a collector until this year, so it's kind of your fault now. All right. Yeah, well, we try and make that a collectible thing. Yeah, yeah. Even if you don't like the music. <laughs> um, so... Donington, it's 35 years this year since the first Monsters of Rock in 1980 with Rainbow Headlining. Do you get any sense of the history? What are your thoughts? I mean, this is a big big show for you. Well, when I first heard we were playing a download festival, I was like, what the fuck is that? And people were talking about download festival, this and that, and I thought, oh, well. Um, And then I looked at the address, and I was like, holy shit, that's Donington. And I was like, fuck, man, that's incredible. I, I like the Castle Donington sort of feel about it and it and the history you're right man it's a long freaking time and the amount of talent that's been on the stages around here and all the freaking wonderful people that have come and supported it all all those years it's just mind blower it's so professionally done you know it's it's a rare treat so what are you expecting out there today there should be uh, an awful lot of people who already know you but I'm assuming we're expecting a lot of people to gravitate to that stage as you guys are playing yeah well we're going to try and throw it down a little heavier than normal maybe and cut some cut back on the sweet stuff but I mean we are at a sandwich with Cavalera Conspiracy and Billy Idol and Slash and Motley Crue and, and I feel like I'm in the States actually except for uh, the Cavalera brothers and uh so, you know, it's, it's like a little homecoming in Europe, and I love it. So uh, so you played a few dates recently. I think you're still playing some uh, over here. What's, uh, what's next, uh, either in terms of recording or touring for you guys over here and the U.S., actually? Well, we go back to the States tomorrow and uh, pick up with Leonard Skinner. Then eventually do a tour with Leonard Skinner, and then another one with ZZ Top in the fall or autumn right around the time we're coming back over here so we've got a busy schedule and maybe 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 you'll see us on tv doing something you never know it's a little hint there so if you had to pick a song difficult question if you had to pick a song which you could uh, say to some of the older guys listen to this and that will tell you everything you need to know about blackberry smoke what would it be oh man you know i would just actually point them it's not fair to say i go by the record um i would say go to youtube it's free you can start peeping around in there and then get a feel for what's going on with blackberry smoke and if, if you like it thanks if you don't thanks too now to finish off i would normally play you another original track from the band but i've got something slightly different uh, this time as it's a cover of a tom waits number but it still captures the real magic of what blackberry smoke is all about uh, it's about as deep a cut as i could find as it nestles at the end of side two of the band's special 10 inch vinyl release for record store day 2015 which i mentioned during the interview so yes i queued up all morning and it's remained shrink wrapped until about five minutes ago so for your listening pleasure please enjoy the the virgin play of old shoes and picture postcards. I'm singing this song this time it was song I've been putting it off for a while. But it's harder by now That the truth is so clear That I cry when I'm seeing you smile 
so goodbye so long the road calls me dead and your tears cannot bind me anymore and farewell to the girl with the sun in her eyes can I kiss you and then I'll be gone well I tried and I tried Tell you that we lost the magic that we had at the start I would weep my heart when I looked in your eyes And I searched once again for the spark So goodbye, so long, the road calls me dead and your tears cannot bind me anymore And farewell to the girl with the sun in her eyes Can I kiss you and then I'll be gone To cry in the rain Though I held in my hand The key to all joy Well, honey, my heart Was not one to be tamed So goodbye, so long The road calls me dear And your tears cannot bind me anymore With the sun in her eyes Can I kiss you and then I'll be gone Can I kiss you and then I'll be gone Can I kiss you and then I'll be gone What a beautiful version of a great number so there you have it that was blackberry smoke i hope you enjoyed it and if so please remember to support the band with a purchase of some sort even if it's a cd on the second hand market it all helps grease the wheels and if you do get the chance to catch them live i highly recommend it there'll be another next generation show in a week or so and almost on top of this there'll be a classic rock and metal podcast show proper when we will as always bring you all new exclusive interviews with three bands or artists from back in the day sharing their war stories from the 70s and 80s and telling you what they're up to now you can find all the shows that we do on itunes spreaker or podomatic and of course always at classicrockpodcast.com Please do get in touch via Twitter or Facebook or even email or telephone should you wish. I'll always be thrilled to hear from you. But until next time, be good. Be good.